Welcome back to the Beer O'Clock Podcast. Got a special episode for you for a good beer week-ish period. Uh, interview with Annalise Niskins from uh, Matic Brewing on the Gold Coast. We had a great time up there just pre-COVID, I think, uh, Angus and myself, and we're always keen to reach out to them and see what they're up to now. So, yeah, enjoy the chats coming up about the new brewery they've got going on up there and uh, the Belgian beer they're making, which is a very high quality. Cheers. Just to get started with, um, can you just give us a bit of personal background and um, tell us how you went from Belgium to owning a brewery in the Gold Coast? I'm very curious to hear about that personally. Yeah, no, we do get asked often how, why did you pick Australia? Why did you move to Australia? Um, It's just the love for the country. Um, I was an exchange student um, back in 1997. I was 17, 18 years old and I did my year 11 up here in Melbourne, Mentone. Renton Girls Secondary High School. Yeah, yeah. Um, stayed for a year with a host family and just fell in love with the country and always wanted to come back to Australia. But you know how it goes when you're 17, <laughs> 18, 19. You go back to Belgium and you find the, the man of your dreams. Not that he was riding his white horse, but anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we started our life back in Belgium. Um, started our journey together, build a business, build a house, started children and everything. But then sort of you get stuck in life. That's how I call it. Um, You know your pathway ahead of you, but you're also like, is this what we really want? Is is this what we really want to continue ourselves doing? So you can call it a little bit of a midlife crisis. Um, So um, I've always throughout our journey together checked if we were still eligible for any type of visa to come back to Australia. So at one given point, I said, mate, the time is there. The children are old enough. We've got the money that we need to migrate and everything. So we sold everything that we had. We sold the business, we sold the house and we applied for a visa and everything. And here we are. (laughs) <laughs> making the dream <laughs> yeah well that that is that's very much you know uh it kind of is what a lot of people say they wish they could do like they, they're like oh if I, if I just was a bit more confident I'd sell everything and you know move to my dream place and I think especially with going on exchange like I, I've been on exchange myself and um Angus the owner of the site uh as also and we both sort of speak about it like it really does you formulate such positive opinions of places and like they really hold a special place in your heart. So it's really good that yeah. you, you've got to come back here. And also um, I think for, from a selfish level, I'm, I'm very happy to have more Belgian beer in Australia. So yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to say it was easy. My migration, oh, yeah. uh, migrate to another country. It's definitely not easy at all, but I'm so happy that we did it and that we persevered and, and, We've been in there for four and a half years. Um, the pathway definitely hasn't been easy, but we have got a bright future ahead of us and we are so lucky that we are living in Australia. We just um, love it up here. Beautiful. <laughs> it's hard to, to not enjoy life when you're on the Gold Coast. Ah, uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can you, can you tell us just a little bit about the brewery? Um, I mean, it, it may sound like an obvious question, but... Why, why Belgian styles primarily? Is it, is it just because it's what you know, it's what you love, or it's just you, you felt like there was a niche to fill? Was there a bit of everything? 
Uh, no, it is definitely what we know, what we like. Um, Belgium has been uh, brewing beer since the 12th century already. And it's been passed on through generations and everything in monasteries and such. So we, we do have that cultural background, our love for beer. Um, and, and it's always been there within our hearts as well. We've always had that passion for beer. So coming to Australia, and yes, we did a complete career change as well. We were in a completely different industry back in Belgium. But when you do migrate and you want to seek something new in life and everything, you do go for your passions and everything. So, um, so the joint uh, passion between me and my husband was Belgian beer. So we, we both went back um, to school. Um, we have an official um, educational, education from Belgium in beer brewing. And, and here we are producing Belgian beer just for the heritage that we've got, the tradition that we've got and, and the love and the passion for that beer. But also we see that the Australians have that same love towards us and towards the Belgian beers. Um, we have so many customers that have been in Europe, travelled, usually they only travelled through Belgium on a train <laughs> or something, because yeah. except for the beer, there's not really much other things to see. Um, <laughs> well, that's my opinion, but anyway. Um, but they all know about the Belgian beer and, and how good it is and that it contains those different flavours and everything, that they are yeast-driven, just a completely different style. So we love it really we do we, we love the belgian beer and the belgian beer history but we we see that here in australia you've got that equal love back for that belgian beer and, and the belgian beer culture yeah i think yeah. It, it's definitely one of those things where i know that we sort of it, you know Maddox was a little bit out of the way um Sorry, am I, am I pronouncing that correctly? I should ask that too. Is it, is it Maddox? Or Maddox? Yep, okay, cool. <laughs> Maddox, okay. Um, we, yeah, we sort of went out of our way just because you don't, there's not a lot of Belgian beer in Australia. Like I'm not sure if you've seen places like Slow Lane Brewing in New South Wales who are doing Belgian styles yeah. and yeah, but they're really something yeah, that we take I, I did of. see that. Yeah, and and I do believe that at Slow Lane and such, it, it is a little bit of a niche market indeed. Um, breweries are popping up everywhere these days, which is awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, for the love of craft beer, it's, it's really awesome. But <laughs> having that little bit of a niche makes it a little bit extraordinary as well. And there is a, definitely a demand for it. So yeah, um, yeah. we have been able to be fortunate enough to do it out of our garage for the past three and a half years now. Um, we were so lucky that Gold Coast City Council approved our application yeah. to brew beer out of our residential two-car <laughs> garage. Yeah. Um, but it was just to see and to test the market, to see if there was a market out there for our beers. And, and yes, we have been welcomed big time and and we are we have been going from strength to strength so now we're at the point of opening a bigger brewery where we have a proper tap room so where we can share the love with all you our new customers yeah that's, that's a good segue into um telling us a bit about the new space if you don't mind uh, that's that's in ashmore if i'm not yeah. mistaken so yeah on the northern end here on the gold coast um it's it's a beautiful area. It's um, a growing area as well. Um, 
a lot of residential houses. It's, it's a beautiful spot to be in. Um, there is not really much out there craft beer wise. Um, all the other Gold Coast brewery are more on the southern end of the Gold Coast. Um, but I think we found ourselves a great location, a beautiful warehouse. We've got a, a 150 square meter tap room and everything. So hopefully we can pull it off really soon and we can uh, be open roughly around the 1st of September. That's my aim. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to take it back a little bit, can you tell us a little bit more about the garage space? Was that... Um, there was actually a little story behind oh, it. Please um, do tell. I can I can edit yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, well, so the the reason why we actually had to start out of our garage is solely because my husband failed his English test. Oh. It's a funny story, actually. Uh, so coming to Australia, you have to go through the whole visa process and everything, and we had to undergo a massive English test as well. Um. And my husband, Jimmy, is actually very dyslectic. And, and that's a difficulty when you have to do a big exam in reading, listening, writing, and having, an in, having to do an interview. Yeah. So Jimmy actually failed that English test to get a sufficient points to get permanent residency straight away. So we were only able to come on a temporary visa. Temporary visa sponsored by Queensland. Um, which only allowed us to live in Australia for four years, but it had to be in regional Queensland. And Pacific Point, where we live, is actually Just. literally on the border between <laughs> regional and non-regional. So everything that we did in those four years, um, well, actually two years before we could apply for permanent residency, um, had to be in regional Queensland. So we weren't allowed to do anything on the Gold Coast nor in Brisbane not work-wise, not living-wise, no recreational-wise, no study-wise. Um, so we couldn't open up our business anywhere else on the Gold Coast than in our own house. Yeah. So um, we explained all that with, with Gold Coast City Council and we said, okay, we want to do some study, a market study, to see if Australia is ready for our beers. And, yeah. and they did follow that. So that's how it came about that we had that application that we would able to do it out of our garage because my husband failed his English test. Good, anyway, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, everything happens for a reason, I guess. It's um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then so we we got that permanent residency, and then we we were already on the lookout for a new premises and everything because then the whole of Queensland was open for us. Yeah. But then COVID hit, so we had to wait and postpone our projects a little bit as well. So. Now we are finally there and hopefully we are able to open up soon. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, if, if you're in a place that you, you genuinely think is great and it's, yeah, uh, I think it's all, it's all worked out nicely, even if um, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit difficult. Oh, it all happened for a reason. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good story too. <laughs> yeah, um, in, indeed. So we've got in our 36 square meter garage, um, we've got a 100 litre, actually, it's only a 100 litre uh, brew house, but we can pull 170 litres out of it because 
because the manufacturer had to build it that small that he actually couldn't build it that small. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a proper pilot system. So what the big breweries use to make their new recipes upon and such. Um, so if something goes wrong, that they do not waste 2,000 litres in, in one go. Yeah. Um, so, so it's a tiny little pilot system. It, it looks exactly the same like a bigger um, a brewery plant and such so if you haven't seen the picture yet i urge you to go and look on our facebook page um the, the picture is on there it's just as i said in a two-car garage but it's uh, it's a three vessel sim, uh, system it's got a steam generator we've got uh, we've got everything in there, <laughs> in there yeah it, it's yeah it's we are still yeah, and we're still going to use that um, equipment when we move into our bigger brewery. So we've purchased a 12 hectolitre system. Yep. But our pilot system is going to come with us, of course, and I'll, and I'll have my house back. <laughs> um, um, yeah, just to still develop new recipes and, and small batches and everything. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that, that's good that it's, it's going to stay alive in one form or another. And I do... Oh, yeah. Um, encourage any of the listeners to yeah do go have a look it's it's a great space and there's not anything else quite like it I don't think in uh, especially in, in that area um, can you do you have a favorite beer that that you've made or or one that holds that a special make, place that that we make ourselves or yeah, just yeah. Well, a bit of both well, like maybe like an inspirational one and, and also one you've made yourself um, I'm, I'm sort of curious about one you made yourself I, I think I liked I had a, I want to say it was a celebration, a white IPA. That was my yeah. favourite of yours, um, which is funny because it sort of like felt like the um, the least sort of traditional of what we had. I'm not actually sure if that's correct, but it felt like it. Um, but, yeah, I really liked, liked that. Celebration beer is, is a white IPA. Yeah. Um, so next to our pure Belgian-style beers, of course, we, we live in Australia and we, we want to integrate and in everything. So we are making some hybrid beers as well. So beers that are made with a, a Belgian basis, but then we added an Australian twist to it. So um, the Celebration beer is a white IPA. So the basis is, a, is our Belgian wheat beer with that creaminess, the coriander and the orange peel and everything. But then we dry hopped it with citra and cashmere hops to just give that fruity punch and, and everything what you expect from an IPA as well. Um, we also raised the alcohol content a bit to to get to that IPA again. So those beers are really welcomed here as well. Um, we we do find that our customers do like those beers as well. Um, so and we are going to play with them a little bit more in our future bigger brewery as well. Once we've got that bigger tap room, we are going to make a slightly more of those hybrid beers as well, next to still having our traditional Belgian styles. Yeah. Another one that I really like from our own Belgian beers is our quadruple. Mm. Um, the nine and that. a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do enjoy that. So it's a dark ale. It's nine and a half percent. When you see the color and everything, a lot of people do ask me, is it a porter? Is it a Guinness? Is it a stout? But it's definitely none of them. Um, it hasn't got that bitterness or anything, nor that coffee flavor. Um, it's got more everything from, from the dark chocolatey, little bit of roasted burnt toffee and everything. But it's, it's really nice and smooth and solid drink. Just one to enjoy whilst 
sitting in company, enjoying it with your friends and everything. It's a beautiful beer. Yeah, I always yeah. get, um, especially from, from your one, I remember I got figs really strongly and um, sort of like a lot of those dark sort of fruits and um, that, that, yeah. that candy sugar sort of that classic Belgian double, yeah. triple quad profile, it's so unique and like, yeah, it's funny because a lot of people probably think that looks like a porter but it, it couldn't really... You know, it's it's so different. It's it's such a like Belgian strong ales are just yeah they're completely their own thing. And um, I really think they're an underappreciated style. So um, more of them in Australia, I think, is definitely a good that's thing. What, that's why we are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I'm in um, in Melbourne, and um, mentioned to me when we spoke previously, you have a good relationship with the Belgian community down here. Um, do you mind telling yeah. us a little bit about that? Um. Yeah. For sure. Not a problem. Um. We, we Belgians, everywhere where we are in the world, we still have that love and passion for our own Belgian beers. So um, we always try. So even when you go to a different country, the best place to be, well, best, come on. The places <laughs> where we go are the Belgian beer cafes and such. Yeah. We, we long for that flavor and for that tradition and, and that beer and such that whole beer culture so um as soon as we opened up our brewery up here on the gold coast we did got inquiries from like the whole of australia about oh belgian beer wow i'm from belgium as well i've lived there for that many years do you speak flemish do you speak french <laughs> and all those questions and what type of beers do you have can i order them so um it, it's not that we belgians are grouping together in in communities and such but it is it's funny that when we had our small brewery open here where people could come in and visit us that i spoke our native language like every weekend <laughs> not not that we go and seek all those yeah, Belgians, yeah. but they all came to flock in um <laughs> and that was really nice so even with the with the belgian community in melbourne and such um they have been following us already from our early days as well. And we have done tasting sessions with them, online Zoom tasting sessions, which were really great to do. Um, we've sent off quite a bit of beers to them already. Um, same is happening in Western Australia. We do get a lot of inquiries from uh, New South Wales, from the Belgians over there. So it, it is somehow easy for us to target those markets as well. Because, yeah, actually, they're just come and find us well they know how good it is i guess uh belgian well, beer, so yeah. <laughs> um it's, it's different it's it's uh, i'm not gonna say the australian beers are bad because we the australians are making such a good craft beer. they make such good craft beer and i truly enjoy them as well it's just that those belgian beers are slightly different our beers mm. are more yeast-driven beers. We, we, we tend to play with the, the flavours and the spicinesses from the yeast rather than from the hops. Um, we also play with the maltiness and sweetness from, from the malts and everything to create that, that basis in the beer. Um, so it is, it is slightly different. Um, we, we've got a lot of customers that come in for the very first time and say, oh, okay, do you have a pale ale? I like a pale ale and I like an IPA. And I'm, well... Yeah. <laughs> Not Let's quite. try something different today. Yeah. And, and it is sometimes a shock for them to learn and to experience those flavors at first. But then as soon as they like hear the stories and the background around it, we, it, it just opens up such more craft beerness for them. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome to see as well. 
I think um, for me personally, it was definitely took a, a little bit of time for adjustment, but I'd say now most of my all-time favourite beers are Belgian, you know, like a Cantillon and Saison Dupont and things like that are definitely yeah. like sort of in my my top five of all time sort of thing. So it's, yeah, I, I think it is really something that is worth getting into. Um, do you sort of have like a favourite kind of uh, or a few favourite Belgian beers that you guys use as inspiration at all or is it just sort of uh, the culture in general? It, it is definitely the culture on its own so all the triples and the quadruples and, and the wheat beer with the coriander and the orange peel um yes and and, and i like the shimes and i like the duvels I, I like the ones that we can find here in in the mm. bottle shops as well um but in in belgium for example we also tend to stick to our region yeah um so so we we buy locally as well so we've got those small little breweries around like in every third or fourth village (laughs) and and we love them and we support them so um i've got a lot of breweries and beers that i absolutely love but which are not available up here (laughs) we make them ourselves yeah exactly exactly yeah that's the thing you're never too far from home if you're brewing uh, native beer, I guess. <laughs> um, I think that was just about it for me. Was there anything you wanted to, uh, I don't know, give a plug to or anything? I know you've got your space opening in September. That's probably the main thing. Is there any releases or anything you're excited about or are you just, just working hard on the space? Uh, we do an annual um, fruit beer, which has gone really, really awesome. So um, like the, the cherry beer, the creeks, and uh, this year we did a raspberry white. Yeah. Shambus. Um, those beers are something that people are are really to look forward to when we have our bigger space um, mm. so we can produce them a little bit more. Um, here out of our garage, we are, of course, limited to um, scale and production and everything. Mm. Uh, but we are still operating for the moment. Whilst we are working in the bigger brewery to get everything ready um, to open up our doors. Um, so people can still buy from us online and, and through the bottle shops and the retail outlets that support us. Um, but no, yeah, there's heaps more coming. Heaps more coming. Absolutely. You just released a new batch of quad semi recently, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Is that what you're drinking at the moment? Uh, no, I'm no. drinking <laughs> our saison. Oh, I see. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to talk anymore. Yes, that is, that is a very fair point, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. I, I'm, I was actually personal, on personal level, I was disappointed I wasn't in Queensland for that raspberry one because I, I love raspberry beers and that looked great. I did see it. Um, I got a friend to have a look for me, but um, I think it was a bit too late when he got around to doing it. So, oh, yeah. um, it sold up really rapidly, absolutely. When um when when the when the new place opens up, I think I'll um I'll have to come have a look and try to get something there. Thank you very much, Annalise. All the best. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Okay. So much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Talk soon. Cheers. Bye.